Hey everybody, welcome to Top 5 Movies. We're back after a couple of weeks off uh, from doing this podcast, but I'm John Burke, and with me as always is Corey Starr. Hello, hello. And Michael Sanchez. Hi. And in honor of the release of Ad Estrada this weekend, um, we are counting down our top five Brad Pitt movies, or performances, I guess we should say, um, which Brad Pitt is a, uh actor that I'm a fan of. I don't know. How do you guys feel about the uh, the actor? He has grown on me. I didn't know. Well, my first impression originally way back when, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know where I wanted to put him in, but his breadth of work at this point, it's like, wow. Yeah. He is, and he's he's shown quite a diversity of uh, performances. Um, I've got, I feel like my list was easy to assemble, even though um, I've seen a bulk of his films. There's a few of the more dramatic ones that I have skipped. Uh, I'll see if it's on any of your list before I say that. But um, Corey, what about you? Because we haven't done uh, an actor one in a while. I know we did Tom Cruise one year, and that was hard for you because you're not a big Tom Cruise fan. <laughs> um, you know. Um, Brad Pitt isn't, like, a drawing, you know, factor to a movie for me. I'm not like, oh, my God, Brad Pitt is in this, and I have to see it. Um, so, and I haven't seen a lot of his work. Oh. Um, but I think that if he's, I feel like for too long, he was, I don't know. And, you know, my mom, I think, had a crush on Brad Pitt when I was growing up. And for a long time, I just saw him as, like, a pretty boy, because, like, Legends of the Fall and stuff like that. But I I feel, I mean, there are some movies that he's really great in, and I definitely feel like some directors totally know how to, you know, just pull the best, yeah. I'll say um, he's on one of my favorite episodes of Friends as well. Uh, it's a Thanksgiving episode, and he was a high school friend of Ross's that comes uh, to visit and he's lost a lot of weight apparently like he was a big fat kid <laughs> and um, he has a lot of resentment towards Rachel and so there's all these like funny scenes and it, it he gets so upset he starts eating like a lot of food oh, um, no. which is a trademark of Brad Pitt in his movies he is an actor who yeah. is often eating so uh, it kind of fits even in, in friends um, yeah I, I would I'm a big fan I think of, of Brad Pitt partly because Fight Club was one of the first movies that kind of like blew my mind to storytelling possibilities because mm-hmm. 99 I, you know i was going to the movies every weekend in 99 i was like how i spent my paycheck because i'd go to the movies the um and the matrix and fight club both kind of did that for me because i was not used to movies with like big twists and uh you know i went to see fight club kind of reluctantly um because i did think of brad pitt as like you know this hunky guy that girls liked and i didn't really know who edward norton was and the, the trailers weren't very compelling. I was like, yeah, well, at least there's some a- there's going to be some action because it's a fighting movie. And then I walked out just like, oh, my God. Um, and I've, I know there's a lot of people who hate on that film, uh, especially the male toxicity. I, I don't feel like it advocates male toxicity. Um, I think, if anything, it kind of points out the flaws with it. And uh, I, I'm also a big fan of the director for Fincher. But um, that said, we shouldn't talk too much about these movies. Let's get into our list uh if you've never listened to top five movies before there are two details that we need to know one Corey, guys uh we're gonna talk about these movies probably in great detail you can go to top 
Oh, nope. Rookreviews.com and check out each of our top five lists beforehand. Spoilers, you've been warned. And the other thing is we like to wager how many of Mike's films uh, we have seen um, on his list. Now, this one is a very narrow pool. I, I think Brad Pitt's uh, maybe got like 30 credits. Um, so, Corey, how m uh, many of Mike's movies do you think you will have seen? Three. You're very musical this evening. Um, <laughs> it's Friday. Oh, I'm wrong. He has 82 credits, but that includes... Yeah, I thought it was like six, no, at least 61. They, 30 seemed low. But some of those are not like real like They're feature TV. films. And he's done voiceover for like some of the uh, docs and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, a lot of TV. Uh, so that, that still seems... And like apparently a lot of shorts he's done. Um, that's the thing. He does seem like he enjoys acting, which is always something that I'm drawn to. Uh, I like when people like what they're doing. Like uh, modern Bruce Willis films is the opposite of that, right? Like he seems like he hates what he's doing. Um, Brad Pitt <laughs> seems to enjoy it. So uh, you said three. I'm going to go four. Um, I feel like I've seen a good chunk of these. There's a couple hmm. that I'm I'm not sure if Mike will be a fan of that I have not seen. Um, hmm. I don't want to list anything just yet, but my luck is going to be those are all the ones Mike pulls. Um, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like I might know Mike's number one, but I'm not – yeah, I'm not betting it, but I feel like I'm curious. I'm curious about that. There's one I'm movie gonna go... we've had a lot. Okay, uh, I'm I'm gonna change things up, and I'm gonna say I've say I've seen five. So mm. that is mixing it up. You don't usually participate with the guessing how many movies of yours, <laughs> uh, but let's go with that. Five for Mike. So three, four, five. Uh, I feel like Mike's got a lock on this one. We'll see how it goes. Um, Corey's gonna start us off, then Mike, then me. Uh, if we count down from five to one. Um, and then sometimes we have honorable mentions, although with this small of a pool, there may not be many. I have a couple, but mine will probably get talked about throughout the list. So, Corey, start us off. What is your number five Brad Pitt movie? Okay. Um, I went with, sorry, um, Bass from 12 Years a Slave. Oh. From 2013. Oh. I still um, have not seen this movie. I know, and I feel like you're never going to watch it. I've seen some recent clips from it, actually, and it makes me not want to watch it more. Not because it's bad. It's just <laughs> I know the subject it's matter brutal. is going to be so brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah it, it was hard to watch some of the parts. Uh, I, I I don't know where I stand on Michael Fassbender right now. Um, oh. At this point, I really loved him. I just feel like he – I don't really – I don't know if he wants to act anymore, and I feel like hmm. he hasn't really been – choosing roles that i want to you know what i mean movies i want to watch i do and i hear not good things about them but at this point when i watched this movie i loved him and he was my very favorite actor so it was kind of hard watching him in a role like this but um uh brad pitt is not in the movie for long but he plays a very important part in it um i just kind of love that he's a canadian and he's in deep south and he um he doesn't hold his tongue about what he thinks about slavery in america um to michael fassbender's character epps and he actually ends up helping get northup uh released so um which was also a big big scary thing on his part because he could have had many repercussions trying to help free a free slave who was hmm. never actually a slave, but um, so I just liked him in this part. I liked um, watching them 
kind of be combative, I guess. Um, there are no fists, you know, but I just like seeing that on screen. And I just think he did a really good job and with such a small, like, on-screen part. So we, so we can call this Abolitionist Fight Club? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's like no violence on his part. That's his whole thing. Abolitionist, abolitionist pacifist Anti- club. Yes, there we go. You gotta start yeah, somewhere. So... Uh, I haven't seen it, Mike. Have you ever watched uh, Twelve Years a Slave? I have not. Um, I actually probably have some holes in my Brad Pitt viewing, so I can. That's why I said abolitionist fight club. Because, you know, my points of reference, I guess. True, true. Um, well, I hope you have at least five. Maybe that might be why you bet that you saw five. I mean, you know you're going to lose. You've only seen two Brad Pitt movies. Um, I don't bet to lose. I okay. bet to win. That's the right strategy. Um, okay, well then, uh, that's Corey's number five. is 12 Years a Slave from 2013. Um, in a minor role. Not the lead by any means in that film. Which I actually was surprised to see hit that movie on this list when I was looking at his uh, filmography. Um, because I didn't realize he was in it. But uh, with that, Mike, let's go to you. What's your number five? My number five goes back way... Well, let's see. I don't think... Gosh, is it 30 years? I'm going back to... And I'll explain my rationale. To 1989's Cutting Class. Wow. Yeah. Does that ring a bell? (laughs) Does that ring a bell to anyone at all? Um, Not... No. Not for me, at least. I'm sorry, see, what did you say? It's cutting out. Oh, Cutting uh, clap. Oh, that's, that's I ironic. Did that. I don't think that was a joke. I think it was just weird. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird word choice. Um, no. Uh, cutting, we, cutting class. Yep. Oh, no. From 1989. Really? Huh. Um, it's the... Uh, Ooh. I would say, yeah, if you're digging up... And this is why I, I brings it up, because we have so many people where horror is you know johnny depp's got his start brad brad pitt this is i remember this on lining the shelves of the video store not a ton of copies but at least one copy because of his name uh donovan leach uh roddy mcdowell i didn't i didn't remember he was in it martin mole yeah well so i thought there was a couple of others but brad pitt's probably the biggest name and this is just a high school slasher film is what it is and uh, one of the characters and I can't remember if it says it would make sense that Brad Pitt's character whose name is Dwight Ingalls or Ingalls uh, has been released from a mental institution where their father has been suspiciously murdered and so it kind of goes from there and obviously more murders cutting class haha you know it's a play on words Uh except it's for cutting or slashing people and it goes from there it's i wouldn't the main inclusion of it is because without this we may not well to be truthful brad pitt was going to make his presence made uh, aware we were going to be aware of his presence anyway and sure. Thelma and louise was the one that really blew up for him but this is this is i, th- I feel like that beginning step the training wheel uh, as it may be for him yeah, um, well, neither Corey or uh, I have seen this, and um, I actually, I just kind of stopped scrolling after, uh, like, 92, because I knew I hadn't seen him in anything before Cool World, um, which is not Ooh, on not and not a whole lot of people even know about Cool well, Yeah, I, it was on HBO one, or Cinemax or something when I was a kid, so I used to watch it all the time, <laughs> didn't even realize it was Brad Pitt for years. 
Yeah, I liked that movie when I was a kid, but Me I too. don't really remember that much. <laughs> it's Brad Pitt cosplaying Johnny Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like the the closest follow up to. Uh, it felt like a more grown up Roger Rabbit for me at that age. You oh, know? Uh, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's, that's why it really pulled me in because I was a huge Roger Rabbit fan when I was when it came out. Like I watched it all the time as a kid, and then Cool World came on like HBO, and I was like, wow, it's like Roger Rabbit again, except I don't know any of these characters, and it's weird. But I'm gonna watch it over and over and over again. But I don't remember much of it at all at this point. But I've seen it several times. Um, that said, my number five. Assuming because we have nothing to add to cutting class, um, I'm going with uh, <laughs> oh. a Coen Brother film, Burn After Reading from 2008. Um, I am a big Coen fan. I've talked about them many, many, many times. Uh, I love that this movie also brings George Clooney into the mix because Pitt and Clooney you know, did Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, and Thirteen together. Uh, Francis McDormand is in it. John Malkovich, Tilda Swinton. I mean, the cast on this is ridiculous. Richard Jenkins. Um, Elizabeth Marvel, who I oh. more or less recognize. J.K. Simmons has a, a small part, but a great part. Um, Brad Pitt's character is so freaking funny in this movie. Uh, and I love when he does comedy. I think a lot of times, especially because of his 90s, like, heartthrob-type roles, he's thought of as more of a, well, a heartthrob. Um, but he pulls comedy off so well. And in this, he works at a gym with Francis McDormand's character. And... Um, there's just these funny scenes where like he's dancing on a treadmill he's just like it's just a, a long take of him dancing on a treadmill with like a walkman on he's just having a he's working out but having a oh blast my God. um it, it's so great i love this performance so much he is uh this is not my favorite cohen's film by any means but it's uh it's such a good performance from pitt that's what i really remember from watching this movie um i like clooney in it as well but pitt just stands out um, I mean, I was a little surprised to see he's billed first on uh, IMDb for this film, but um, he is because he's not the main character, but he is a major character, and some crazy things happen to him in the movie. I love this performance. Um, it was one of the first ones I knew I was going to put on my list because I this performance not only stands out for him, but also from this movie. Like, um, and the Coens get great performances out of their actors, so anytime uh, something like that just st stands out in my mind. It's, it's worth mentioning. So Burn After Reading is my number five. Uh, have you guys seen it? I have not. One of those few Cohen films that I've not watched. Uh, and I'm sure I would enjoy it, enjoy it immensely. I just haven't watched it. And Corey, I know you've got some gaps with the Cohen, so I'm guessing this is probably one of them. Yeah, I haven't seen that. But you, like, describing that made me think of that OK Go. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's not quite that, that fun, here we but, go again or uh yeah i think so oh yeah the song that, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and their music video on the treadmills yeah which uh, i yeah I, I don't i do recommend this film it is a dark kind of comedy you know like things happen as the coens often do um and mike uh and listeners um november Corey and i are doing the coen brother month and so i will finally close out um my gap list of the coens films uh, the last two films of theirs i've yet to watch um, Raising Arizona and Hudsucker Proxy. Um, oh, and Intolerable Ooh, Cruelty. I'm sorry, there's three. Um, but so we'll I, would, I would probably say get get rid of Hudsucker Proxy ahead of the other two. Just because. Oh, no, oh, all three I'm going to watch that month. That's the beauty No, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying ah. don't save that one for last. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Don't save it or save it for last? Do not save it for last. Got it. Okay. Very not, sad. Not on a good note. Got it. Um, well, and, and the bright side, uh, I get to rewatch two that Corey's never seen, including uh, Miller's Crossing. So, 
you know, very mm. excited to uh, rewatch that one. Uh, since the only time I've watched it was on a, on a, my phone, I think on the airplane. It might have been on an iPad on an airplane. So I'm Miller's Crossing on the phone. Yeah, not not ideal, but it was the uh, you know movie the first year of Burke reviews when I had to watch a movie a day, so I had to make it happen. And I happened to be flying that day, and that was the movie I had on my phone. So, um, that's my number five, though. Burn After Reading, a Cohen's film. Not their masterpiece, but a solid movie, and definitely worth a watch for Brad Pitt fans. Let's go back to Corey for her number four. Okay. Um, so, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. And actually, my husband introduced it to me. Um, I went with Tyler Durden from Fight Club. Uh, 1999. All right. Um, yeah. I I feel like I should give this a, another watch because it has been many, many, many years. Um, to see how I feel about it now, but I also remember the first time that I watched it and it just blew my mind. Like, you know, um, yeah. I like a lot of the performances in it, and I. I mean, we all know how it ends, but I liked their, uh, you know, he and Edward Norton together a lot. I'm going to have to wait to comment. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Although, you know, this kind of makes me always wonder why Brad Pitt and maybe Helena Bonham Carter weren't ever part of the MCU. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. This Ed Norton. She's so yeah. good in that movie, too. Oh, my gosh. She uh, she's so good just all around. I agree. And she was an actress who I used to, I think, always kind of push to the side in my head that she wasn't, like, a superstar. And then uh, that was, like, young me. Like, once I got sensible, I realized how great she was. And, yeah, she's almost always amazing. So, um, but, so Fight Club is Corey's number four. Mike and I are reserving our time to speak about it, implying... Uh, some obvious information there. So uh, let's move to Mike's number four then. All right. I'm going to 1995, and I'd be very shocked if Corey has seen this because looking at the runtime, it's uh, 129 minutes uh, for Terry Gilliam's 12 Monkeys from back in the day. <gasps> I, and uh, I've only seen parts of this, and I was just telling Bill that we need to watch this. Ah, so it doesn't count for your account so if you've only no. seen parts counts for me uh, I've seen it so it's got our buddy Bruce Willis along with Brad Pitt and the incomparable Madeline Stowe just love her I love her and uh, as much as I love her I've never watched Last of the Mohicans which was a vehicle for her and uh, Dan uh, Day Lewis I just recently watched that yeah Okay, I've never watched that. I need to. I need to. I've never read it either but uh, Brad Pitt was cast as Jeffrey Goins and just this whole the the uh, do y'all know what the impetus for Twelve Monkeys was? It was where it originated. No, it was a twelve minute short that I got a chance to see. It's tough tough to find. Um, it's called La, and I'm gonna do a hatchet job. I believe it's French La Jetie, which is J E T double E. Okay, and it, it's literally twelve minutes. So if you can, I mean, this guy Terry Gilliam takes that source material and. Six, you know, makes it ten times the running time, and it all works, and it all just that the science works, the the story, just how it all comes together, these connections, and uh, and heck, I'm actually shocked that Avengers Endgame didn't have anything uh, referencing this because it totally plays into this time travel bit, and um, 
There's a lot going on. Bruce Willis is amazing. Yeah. Uh, again, this is Brad Pitt focused, but just that really everybody was on point with this. Yeah, I don't this think there was anybody really solid. Um, David Morse is great. Uh, I don't know if you place them from the Green Mile, and he's been in a few things here and there. Um, but yeah, I could. Uh, it's been a long time. I, I I went to the theater. I remember definitely watching it in its original theatrical release. So glad I did. Um, but I've, I haven't watched it lately. But I feel let's see, ninety five. That's twenty twenty four years ago. Yep. It, oh, jeez. And now uh, I think two or three seasons of a sci fi TV series, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, never never oh. caught that. I'm very afraid of it because of how much. Um, just kind of the way I avoided the Scream TV yeah. series as well. I have a just friend very... who says it's really good, and I've heard the Scream series is actually good as well, but uh, I also have avoided both. Um, I just I watched 12 Monkeys for the first time. Like I wanted to see it when it came out, but for some reason I couldn't. I mean, I was only, what, like 13 when it came out? Um, <laughs> but uh, I wanted to see it, never did, and then I, I never got to it until I think like 2015 I finally watched it. Um I'm pretty sure I watched it pre-Burke Reviews, and uh, with with my now Burke Reviews editor, David, we were doing kind of like a movie club without a podcast. Like, we would meet up once a week and watch a movie that both of us had not seen, um, but yet owned. Mm. And so 12 Monkeys made it onto that list, and man, I had a blast watching that. I really enjoyed it. I am a fan. Uh, I still want to be a fan of Bruce Willis, although his more recent stuff has not been fan-worthy. Um, but I'm I'm a fan of him and Brad Pitt, so I'd been wanting to see it for a long time, and I really I really really enjoyed it. Um, I do want to re rewatch it though, because like I said, I've only seen it the one time, and I, I I remember really liking it, but it's definitely there's so much that happens in that movie, it's easy to like overlook things, and I feel like watching it a second time would feel like seeing it for the first time in some ways. You know, like there'd be a lot to oh I didn't catch that, or there's that one thing I didn't notice when I watched it the first time. So yeah, oh yeah, well, and you know, this always makes it definitely makes me want wish that the production of uh, Don Quixote that Terry Gilliam was associated with didn't get this. I mean, it was a, like a cursed production. I really wish yeah. that had become something. Well, I still need to watch Brazil. I bought it two years ago mm-hmm. on Criterion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then uh, he did do the, 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 the movie with Adam Driver where it was like the making of Don Quixote. I don't remember that. It did mm-hmm. like a limited mm-hmm. run this past summer, I think. Um, and I've not seen that, but, and I haven't seen some of his other stuff, but, um, I do like, you know, I'm familiar with Monty Python and I, I, I am a fan of like the Holy Grail and Life yeah. of Brian. Um, and I like this movie. So, and in fact, I didn't realize this was Terry Gilliam until now. Uh, Fisher King, did you watch that one? I don't think so. Okay, Fisher King. I, I kind of like that one. I think that, that was one of his. Time Bandits for sure. I've caught bits and pieces of Brazil. I've never finished Fear and Loathing. And, uh, oh, Swing, I've seen so Fear and Loathing. I, is it not the Fisher King? Maybe I got that wrong. Huh. I could have sworn he directed that one, but well. Hmm. Um, that said, I guess we'll move into my number four. Oh, um, I wanted to oh, say sorry. though, really quick, um, that 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 is um streaming. I am pretty sure it's on. Dang, on Netflix? No, no, oh. no, Prime. It's streaming somewhere because I recently added awesome. it to my. Uh, list. There's a chance to revisit oh. Twelve Monkeys if you got Prime. Um, um, yes, Fisher sure King. That's cool. I want to look that up and see if it is because I'd sure. like to watch it again. Uh, Fisher King, Jeff Bridges, Robin Williams, Amanda Plummer. 
Um, oh. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Oof. That's another hundred. It's 138 minutes, but man, well, definitely. I, I would recommend it. It's been a while, but I would recommend it. My number four comes in uh, well under two hours at an hour 44 minutes. Um, directed by Guy Ritchie, it's the 2000 film Snatch, uh, where Brad Pitt plays a gypsy boxer, um, where essentially his acting is like it's just uh, sheer shenanigans. Um, he's really memorable in this performance. Um, this is, I think, I, I did not see this until a few years ago, actually, so it was not my introduction to Jason Statham, but I do think it was one of those moments where he kind of breaks out. Uh, it's the return of Vinnie Jones from Guy Ritchie's previous film, Lock, Stock, and uh, Two Smoking Barrels, which I might have said slightly wrong. Benicio Del Toro's in this film. I mean, it's got a solid cast. Uh, Guy Ritchie kind of defines his style with this movie and, and the other one I just mentioned, um, before he then butchers it with, uh... <laughs> uh, Legend of the Sword, Arthur King Arthur. I could not remember the name of that movie. Oh. And then this year's better than expected, but still not great. Aladdin. Um, oh, that movie was what? so bad. I, oh. It's entertaining. Um, it's it's just you know, it's it's not. It can't be bad because it's just a remake of the original. Um, so uh, let's keep going here. Um, I, I really enjoyed this film. I've only seen this once though. But I, even before I saw this movie, I was so familiar with Brad Pitt's role um, because of, uh, you know, the like trailers and people talking about it. It was all over the place. And I mean, I was very late to this movie. I, I think, again, I saw this within the last three years or so. Um, and uh, I, I like it. Um, okay. All right, listeners, I'm we're, we're back. Uh, please apologies for we're gonna have to change format i have to go get my kid um from a football game so that said uh what we're gonna do here is just kind of finalize our list so Corey, you want to give us your three two and one brad pitt performances okay three is mills from seven 1995 yeah two this is a new one guys but i couldn't leave it off the list um cliff booth from once upon a time in hollywood from this year he stole the show <laughs> Yeah. And my number one is Lieutenant Aldo Rain from Inglorious mm. Bastards. Both That's my favorite Tarantino film. That's what I was saying that I feel like if he I feel like Tarantino brings the best out in him. Ah. So I would argue against it. Yeah, so those are my top five. Alright. Um so Mike, what is your three two one? Alright, Brad Pitt as Floyd in True Romance. As, oh, whoa, okay. Um, we'll have to talk at some point about all that. And also, hey, Brad Pitt again as Tristan Ludlow in Legends of the Fall. And just because you mentioned it, what? just take a while guess what you think my number one would be. Uh, oh, it's going to be Tyler Durden. Moneyball. Oh. What did you say, Tori? Tyler Durden. Uh, good try. Birkin knows me. Yes, uh, Going back to that, uh, that one's always going to stick with me because Moneyball, and I'm digging up because I usually have a little more time in Moneyball. Based on the true story, Billy Billy Bean. Uh, it's almost like he likes the alliteration in the character names yeah. uh, from 2011. But yeah, definitely, you got me. You got me. You totally, you win. Big win. Yeah, yeah woo. Yeah, I, I felt pretty confident that it was going to be Moneyball. So, um, 
And uh, just a quick reminder, this is a, a behind-the-scenes note, but make sure you guys message me your list because I wasn't able to type fast enough to get all of them. So um, my 3, 2, 1, uh, Ocean's Eleven, um, which was a movie I was so late on. Like, I wrote that movie off when it came out. Like, I was just like, whatever. That's just a bunch of, you know, big superstars trying to get a cash grab. Uh, and then now I'm, I'm kind of a Steve Soderbergh fan, and I watched uh, – I'm also a, a Brad Pitt fan. But I love Brad Pitt – in this movie so much because he's always eating it's it's really where that becomes like a known <laughs> element of him he eats so much in that in that role um my number two i was uncertain which one to put i have inglorious bastards slash once upon a time because of tarantino's uh influence again but i think i'm gonna go with inglorious bastards as my official pick um i really really enjoy uh his role and how he says nazis um <laughs> it's, you know he, he's so great that accent he does is so over the top, but it's so funny and it's great. And my number one had to be the movie that made me like Brad Pitt, which is Fight Club. A hundred percent. That movie for a long time was listed as my favorite film. Uh, I have evolved past it a bit, but I still have a special place in my heart. And again, it did so much for me. It shattered a stereotype I had about Brad Pitt being like this heartthrob. It introduced me to Ed Norton. It was this crazy twist I never saw coming. Uh, it made me really understand. I think it was like I, I started when I realized it was Fincher and then I was like, oh, he also did Seven. It made me start kind of linking like director style, which is now something I kind of obsess over is uh, director's filmographies and, and their style from film to film. And um, I, I just I love that performance. I love I've read the book like I am. I am a fan, uh, even if it makes me sound like an a-hole, because, again, some people I feel misinterpret what the movie's saying. But um I do want that to be noted. I don't think it's an, an advocation for male, you know, uh, masculine toxicity. That's what toxicity. I don't know. I, I'm rambling and I'm stuttering. It's been a super long day and it seems like uh, Friday the 13th super long is when week. we're recording this. Yeah, it's Friday the 13th, full moon. Um, and man, it, it. I don't buy into superstition, but God, today is testing me uh, in order with that, that normal belief of superstitions being nonsense because man, this day has been kind of hellish. So... Um, listeners, we apologize for this. Uh, this is yet again an example of the hellish day that I have to rush off of a podcast. Fiftieth um, anniversary of Scooby Doo. Does that help? It, that is interesting. Um, they should do a Jason crossover since it's Friday Thirteenth. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> it, they could a, like. Yeah, we get an early Halloween. I I'm a out of here then. Uh, yes, exactly, um, guys. Uh, if you like what we did, and obviously we, we might have missed some things, or if you have any questions you want to hit us up on social media, I am at Burke Reviews. Corey? At Corey R Star, two R's on the end. And Mikey? At Server Monkey. And uh, this is Top 5 Movies. We'll be back with another episode soon, probably in two weeks, maybe longer. Who knows? Sometimes things get in the way. Uh, we're doing our best, but at the very least, you always get an episode of Movie Club because Corey and I are committed to watching one new movie a week, every week, um, and then talking about it with each other. So, uh, at the very least, if you subscribe to this podcast, you will always get that. And then when we do the top five, you'll also get that in your feed. If you like what we're doing, please rate and review. Otherwise, until next time, keep watching movies. Do you like movies? Do you like podcasts? Or are you just lonely? If the answer is yes, and even if it's not, then check out the What I Watch Tonight Show's filmtastic selection of podcasts. Covering the entire movie verse, there's something for everyone. So come check it out. 
More details at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk or from all good podcast providers.